You're listening to the World Famous White Roof Radio with guest number 607, recorded October 4th, 2016. Tonight brought to you by MotoringStripes.com, CravenSpeed.com, and OutMotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style. It's OutMotoring.com. Hey, everybody. Ruining the brand. Perfect. (laughs) Steve in Arizona bringing you an episode of White Roof Radio. The Wolfcast here underneath the White Roof. Talk about Mini Cooper stuff for you like uh, we like to do. Uh, Joining us this week, as always, my good friend Todd Pearson from MotoringStripes.com. Todd, say hi. Hello. I'm here. I'm sorry. I was about to type something (laughs) funny that I can't say on the show, so go ahead. You can't say that on the show. Um, uh, uh, And then our good friend Alex is with us as well. Alex, good evening. Yes, good evening. Calling you from uh, San Francisco, trying to make uh, Mini great again. Oh, sorry, I had to do it. Like we, I don't think we've ever done it since you know since the beginning of this whole thing. So uh, I make Mini great. I have to say it once. Glad <laughs> 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 you guys aren't in our Slack channel because Todd just posted something, <laughs> and that would upset. Some of you. It would, we'll save it for our political podcast later. <laughs> we'll save that for the political podcast uh, that we're starting up after, you know, who knows when. Anyway, we're not talking about politics. Uh, Todd and Alex got that out of their system already. We are talking about Mini Cooper. Hey, we're going to talk about sales tonight. So that's kind of exciting. When Todd's actually done some napkin math, it's actually, I think you guys are going to find very interesting as well. So we're going to talk about that and uh, a couple other things, whatever we can come up with. All that here in just a little bit before before we start. I'd like to take a moment and remind you about one of the fine sponsors here underneath the white roof. And of course, our friends over at OutMotoring, OutMotoring.com. Uh, you guys, I told you last week there was a new website for OutMotoring.com. I wanted to make sure you guys have actually clicked over and checked it out. If you haven't, go over there. Check it out on your phone. Check it out on your iPad. Check it out on whatever, you know, your weird little Android tablet that you bought on Woot for $59. Go check it out. They, they made it all brand new and it's like it's got responsive design and you can do really good search and all the things. It's awesome. And then when you after you're done checking out and just being like totally blown away how uh, at the new awesome, then you know, pick yourself out something nice. Right? And don't forget you if you've already signed up for the email newsletter, you already have your October coupon code that's going to save you 5% on your order, right? Not only that, but if you spend uh, $195 on most orders, you get free shipping, right? Yes. That is really, really cool. Uh, don't forget, too, Outmoding still adding 3,000 new products every month. 3,000 new products. Now, for those of you that are looking for this, Outmoding is now offering Aston Martin parts. For the what? Aston Martin. I just, that's what I'm looking at the email here. It says really? now offering Aston Martin parts. Let's see. What can we buy for an Aston Martin? Because I mean, I know we got a bunch of DB9 listeners out there. <laughs> Finally, I get my Vanquish parts on. <laughs> see, yeah, I've been waiting for this. Yeah. This is, so you can get oil filters. You can get uh, Brembo slotted rotors for the front. Um, hydraulic hood pistons. Uh, license plate frames. Headlight protection film. You get the full like big brake kit. Geez, the five thousand dollar brake kit. Holy crap. Um, secondary cat replacements, master cylinder. Dude, this is like legit, like for reals, not just like, you know, an Aston Martin t-shirt, which he has as well, or a pen set. Oh my God. $70 for a set of pens because they say Aston Martin on them. You think they're right upside down? 
I think I think they also work as explosive pens like James Bond's. So I guess you can't advertise this on the website. Probably not. Yeah, but I'm yeah. sure they, they they use invisible ink or they shoot like some kind mm-hmm. of bullet or maybe like a death ray. No, something like that. the pen, it's a giant magnet. So if anybody shoots at you, the bullet will be drawn to the pen because it's a very strong magnet. Isn't that the James Bond thing about the pen? But, but you would want that because what if you carry, you know, you're carrying your, your pen in, on your inside coat pocket? You know, I mean, it's going to come right in to nail you in the chest. No, it's going to stop the bullet. It's going to, it's going to. Well, if it's a strong enough pen, sure, sure, yeah, yeah. maybe we'll go with that. Anyway, all that available. Only seventy dollars. <laughs> Only seventy dollars, because you got to have that the Aston Martin pen set, and if you use the coupon code, you're going to save five percent. I mean, what a deal! Because everybody needs that, or an Aston Martin shirt. Just saying, or cufflinks, or a pin. All the things Aston Martin over at Outmotoring. Uh, Outmotoring.com. It's our friends. We love those guys. They've been sponsoring us forever. Sponsor Motorfile too. Uh, just go over there. Check it out. Use your coupon code. If you don't, if you're one of the weird ones that don't get the email, just sign up. It's not that big of a deal. It's another email. What's a, what's another email? You get 150 emails a day anyway. And then they're all from Target and Kohl's. So add Outmotoring. You're going to get like one a week. Big deal. Just do it. Get your coupon code. Save yourself 5%. And that, of course, our friends over at Outmotoring. Outmotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and uh, H&R lowering springs for the Vantage Roadster V8. That's right. Outmotoring.com. Maestro, if you please. Oh, buddy. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm distracted. I'm reading Twitter. And currently, while we're recording this... Be, so we're recording this on the night of the vice presidential debates. Yes. And, uh, and you can't read Twitter on debate night. It's on fire tonight, but can I just say that? You can't read... You can't read because... Oh, we can't even talk about it because we're talking about Mini Coopers. We're not talking about politics. New tab. Here we go. I'm gone. <laughs> there you go. Good It'll job. be there later. Cool. It'll be there later. That's the great thing about Twitter. Command T to the rescue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, we have... I want to I want to double double back a story that we briefly touched on last week, and I just want to remind you guys, uh, for those of you who might have missed it, is that NBC has asked Warner Brothers for the Italian job as a TV show, and they're going to make I'm it. Sorry, Paramount. Yeah. Uh, uh, for the TV show version of Italian Job, which I thought was really interesting. It was, and I, I think they got tired of waiting for Italian job two or something three, right? The Brazilian job or whatever it was they were going to make. Brazilian yeah. job, yeah. yeah it's going to be. Right. I mean, that's it's interesting, but I mean, it makes sense because, I mean, there's a TV show now for Lethal Weapon. They redid MacGyver. Um, so, heck, why not? Well, BMW Films is bringing back the Clive Owen. I know that that was very cool. And can I say, speaking of Twitter, that many, uh, many USA posted about how NBC was going to remake uh, Italian Job into a TV show now. So that leads going to be a tie in. I don't know. But whenever people start waxing nostalgic for the Italian job, I mean, I thought we were finally over, uh, um, you know, every time you mention a Mini Cooper to like a- any man on the street or any any average person on the street. That's oh, what yeah, you that said. movie, The Italian Job. I, saw I, I swear good. to God, every time I would go to a gas station for 10 years straight People would go, do you ever see that movie, The Italian Job? I mean, they walk over to your mini and go, hey, do you like your mini? I'm like, yeah, it's great. And then they go, the next thing they say out of their mouth after, uh-huh. what kind of gas mileage does this get? The next thing out of people's mouth is, do you ever see that movie, The Italian Job? I'm like, no, I've never heard of it. <laughs> brother, brother Todd speaks the truth. Am I, am I lying? I am not lying, am I? No, you are not lying. 
That is, I, I can't even tell you how many times I've seen like I've asked, been asked that question. So yes, I've seen the movie. I was there for the premiere. And, yes. and I gotta say, luckily, I liked the movie. I enjoyed it. I've seen it a dozen times or more, probably more than that. But oh, yeah. um, I, I'm I'm just hoping that it doesn't tank. And if Mini Coopers are involved, which hey, we're hoping they are because it can only be good publicity, especially if it's good. That right. um, hey, it'll be a lot of fun. So here's hoping. Right. Um, unlike the movie uh, Pixels. I still have not seen that. Which I haven't seen, but I no, you you don't. I didn't yeah, hear good things. No, I didn't. No, don't do this for your own brain, for the for the sake of your brain. That that movie's definitely. We would put that into the column called "Ruining the Brain." Yes. Yes, yes. you would. We should have a wall like Top Gear, right? Like ruining the brand. <laughs> ruining the brand wall. Ruining the brand, and, and like what would be what would be on the other side? Like when they do something good for the brand, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It would be everything else, just the ruining the brand stuff. Yeah, uh, CarPlay. <laughs> CarPlay else. coming to the JCW. That's saving the brand. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Um, and, you know, one other TV-related thing for those of you who care, and I know a lot of you guys do, uh, the boys from Top Gear, well, I'm sorry, the boys from the Grand Tour, Jezza and uh, Captain Slow and Hamster, were on the Late Late Show um, this last week, whenever the show came out, and there's a clip on YouTube. If you haven't found it, if you play the DonBurnside.com home game, it's on my Facebook page. I'll make sure to share it with the White Roof Radio Facebook page as well. Check it out. It's actually it's a lot of fun. Well, and it was fun, DB, Can't because we're excited for November 18th. Because DB, that was one of your favorite tracks that they were on. They were in Willow Springs. Yeah, they were on Horse Thief Canyon track, which is I've never I've never driven that. I'm looking at that and I'm watching. I'm going, wait, that's not the big track. Yeah, that's not streets. What is? Oh my, oh my God! They're up at Horse Thief Canyon, and that track is insane because there's like there's no runoff, dude. There's, there's no runoff. It's up on a cliff. If you go off track, You're you dead. go down like the side of a hill. You've you've it's just like ruined your car. Feet above the desert floor. Yeah, you've ruined yeah, your you car. Die. <laughs> anyway, it's a crazy track, and that's what they're racing. I'm just like going, oh wow, okay, that's weird. Um, I was hoping they would have been on streets. That would have been awesome because then I wouldn't have been able to like you know picture myself in that bet with them going, oh, I remember that turn. Oh. I remember that turn. Yeah. Oh, I remember that turn. All the things. Anyway, I'm excited for the. I'm excited for that. And when does when you does know what? Like I, I am actually not a subscriber to Amazon Prime, and this is the one reason I'm going to subscribe to it. Good so, for you. Well done, so, Amazon. so well done, Amazon. There you go. Yeah, you because I, I, you know, this is the. So let, let's be here. Let's be honest here. Some shows, you know, I obtain them through various less than less than noble means. Less than noble means. Is noble means. <laughs> well, actually, yeah. no. Noble means. <laughs> but sometimes I do it like even more noble, you know, okay. like noble or yeah. Okay. So I'm going to do this for Tom gear. <laughs> nice, nice well, not only that, but you know, I mean, prime is so worth it to have because you get, you Where can do you get buy your stuff Alex? now, which is cool. Yeah. And you get in San Francisco. You, I think you probably would get same day shipping on a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, I would. It's just it, so the, the to be frank, like the only the only reason why I never subscribed to it is because I was afraid of buying too much stuff. Oh, you will. Uh, which, which right. You will because I find myself. I swear, there's like probably four out of five. Actually, the nice thing about Amazon Prime is a lot of times you'll place an order on Friday and it will get delivered to you on Sunday. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm not kidding. That's nice. I, I get so many packages on Sunday that I don't choose. I just order it. I just go, oh, I need this. And happens to be a Friday when I order it. And I'm not in no hurry, but it shows up on Sunday. I need it. Oh, it's great. Yeah. It's great. I need lights for our bicycles and a tripod mount for my iPhone. There you go. Right? Place the order on Amazon. Got it the same day. Yep. Oof, that's nice. Same, same day. I mean, it was late. I didn't get it until 8 o'clock, but I didn't have to wait till tomorrow. The guy dropped it off on the front porch, you know, 8 o'clock at night. Yeah. Boom. 
That's was. pretty cool. I have an and Amazon it all, warehouse. And it was only so late because I live so freaking north. I'm practically in Utah over here. I ordered a shirt one time from Amazon, and I ordered it very early in the morning. It was about 8 o'clock in the morning. And about 3.30 mm-hmm. that afternoon, it showed up because there are two Amazon warehouses in the, in the Kansas City area, and one of them is literally less than two miles from me. Oh, nice. nice. And it came, I was like, how did I get this the same day? And I looked at the return address, and I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. It's right up the street. They <laughs> <laughs> put it in an Uber. Didn't know that. <laughs> well, it's going to happen. Like, they are totally, like, they get their planes now. Yeah. Get drones. They're gonna. They're gonna get in the, like their own like transportation system. This is, I, we that, are so. not getting paid by Amazon for this uh, uh, piece. So if you work for Amazon and you'd like to sponsor our show, let us know. We love your service. We love Amazon.com. <laughs> anyway, let's move on, shall we? Uh, we've got mini sales, um, which are down again. I uh, I predicted what is this. On, what is going on with sales? Um, I, think- I am. Con- I am confused. That's a good question, DB. And I think uh, Mini's in a very unique place this year. One, let's just l- let's look at this September numbers first of all, and then sure. we'll basically backtrack on this. Sure. Sep- September numbers are down. Uh, what do we say? About eight point eight percent over the previous. Eight percent. Yeah. Now what roughly I f- roughly four hundred cars. What I found was interesting, and September's always been kind of a slow month for Mini in general mm-hmm. because you know kids are going back to school people are the summer is over fall is starting no more money yeah you spent their money on summer vacations they you know what whatever so it's not a huge car buying month but um that being said i looked at it and i thought it was interesting that the difference between august and september sales was mm-hmm. a 19 percent drop but wow. i think that's you know when i first saw that i wow, that's big but i think that's pretty typical year over year, which is why when we compare these numbers and we say, hey, here's the number. Many sales were down 8.8%. Basically, that's comparing to September of last year, okay? Yeah. When they say it was down that. I think the more important number to look at here for people who don't dive into this as much as we do, we're going to do that so you don't have to, is the numbers mm-hmm. for the year, okay? That um, 2015, the first nine months of the year, 2016, I should say, this year, mm-hmm. the first nine months versus the first nine months of last year. Okay, uh-huh. sales are down 13 and a half percent. Correct. That's roughly we'll call it 6,000 cars. And I'll say I started. Yeah, that's a lot. I was interested in this, and so I went back six months. I went back to April. Okay, to see okay. Um, how far back does this drop go? In in April, for example. To that point of the year, sales were down 14.3%. Moving on to May, yearly sales as a whole, so five months, were down 16% over the previous year. Wow. June, 16.9%. Things are getting worse. July, 15.6%. Things have gotten a little bit better in the month of July. You move right. to August, things get a lot better, down only 14%. We start gaining a little traction. And here's the really good news is we go from that to in September, sales are only down 13.5%. So I think as a trend, and, and this is more valuable, I think, in the long run to look at it, is sales are increasing. They're getting a little bit better, right? Right, right. Um, and I, I think some of that has to do with the Clubman sales because I'm looking here at September and Clubman sales are taking away from Hartop. And countrymen. Well, here's the, and speaking of that, DB, here's the really, wow, 
Here's the really stark number that we look at. Speaking of the hardtop, the two-door hardtop that started this brand that kicked it off in 2002. Uh, yeah, three digits. Like I, I don't think I've. I don't know. I've. I forgot the, what were the numbers. Sorry to cut you off the dial, but I forgot what were the number the numbers for the last month. But like three digits. It's 58.8 percent. It's down. Almost, yeah, I've almost never 60. Seen this. Almost 60 percent for the year. For the year of 2016. The hard tops mm. alone are down forty six point eight percent. To last year. That's crazy. Okay. That is that's a scary number right there. Now, a lot of people look at that and they go, Well, you kinda gotta combine the two door and the four door hard top together because it's kind of the same vehicle. I'm like, no, I think you separate the two door vehicles from the four door vehicles. So really the only thing you have here is the hard top and the convertible. And the convertible's doing incredibly well. Uh, this year, it's off to a flying start. I think better than uh, than people expected. Mm-hmm. But it is for a convertible. It's selling really well. That being said, I said back in in uh, August of the of the August numbers that what was it seventy two seventy four percent seventy four percent of reported minis sold in the month of August in the United States were had four doors. Okay. That was a stark number, and Alex was like, that means three out of four cars sold. Yeah, I remember we were talking about that last year on the show. Okay, and we wondered, is that odd, or is that a trend starting? Well, in September, it was 72%. Okay? Um, 71.5%, I should say, rounding up to 72%. It is still damn near three out of every cars of minis sold in the United States. Three of every four cars sold as Ford. Have four doors. And and we have... The new countryman coming out like really, really soon. So it's gonna just gonna keep increasing this trend. And and we talked about this a few weeks ago. You may or may not have heard the show that Volkswagen as a company has ceased production of the two door GTI. They're mm-hmm. only gonna make four doors in that. You know, but that's I, in the U.S., right? That's in the U.S. Yeah, that's in the U.S. And yeah. that is one of. Um, I think that's been one of the strongest mini competitors over the years. Don't you mm-hmm. guys think that people are always talking sh- trash about the GTI? Like, oh, I'm going to buy that always. instead, of, instead always. of a Mini, right? I so, mean, I, I was on the verge of buying a GTI. Absolutely. So, absolutely. Uh, it's it a good, was definitely on my top five. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a decent car. And that, <clears throat> okay, the number, this, this 46.8% two-door hardtop sales are down in 2016, combined mm-hmm. with how three out of four Minis sold in the last couple of months have had four doors. The fact that VW has dropped that, you know, like they're a, a bigger brand that see these trends coming, I think maybe a little bit sooner because they've got way more at stake here. Right. My, my question is this. How bad does that number have to be, that drop in sales for the two-door hardtop in the U.S. for many to be considered getting, you know, doing away with it? Or will that never happen? It, this could be like the, the, the... What do I want to say? The, the Z4 that BMW makes that sells very few, but they still continue to make it. It's, it's kind of a heart <clears throat> of the brand. It's and like the Apple Mac Mini. They won't update it, but they kill, keep making it and selling it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is, is there a number? I, I, I would like to think that the, hard, the two-door hardtop will never go away. Yeah. But that said, if sales got down into pacement territory, it, if it drops below ten percent, like uh, if fewer than ten percent of minis sold are yes. two-door hardtops, and if this yeah. happens for let's say six months, I yeah. would think there's a business case to say we're going to stop making two doors, at least for the U.S. I don't know what the rest of the world sales numbers are. We don't see that, 
But I think mm-hmm. for the U.S. as a business, you're sitting in a, a boardroom somewhere going, this doesn't make any sense, um, you know, unless it's relatively inexpensive to to make these cars for the U.S. But if I, I like I would be I would be surprised if they like this is like this car is to like this. I mean, the Z4 is a little bit different, right? But like the Tudor has to do has a lot to do with like the, the identity of the brand, right? Mm-hmm. Like if if. At the end of the day, if people today are going into a mini dinner, it's because they've seen like a two door like on the street, right? Like most likely because this is, right. regardless of the numbers we're looking at right now, like this is the most common mini uh, out there. So, the 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 fact is that this is bringing people into the dealership, right? Um, I I I have a hard time right now, and again, like you know, maybe it's just you know because historically BMW is very. Uh, objective when it comes to numbers right it's just you know something doesn't make sense they're gonna cut it off uh, but i would still be very surprised that like one of the biggest markets for mini would just cut off the two door because i wonder what kind of signal it sends to the rest of the of the bigger markets and if they do it in the u.s like i, I don't see why they would keep on producing the car any longer i don't know because uh, well actually in europe it works pretty well so i don't know it does and and i think somebody in the comments of the story actually even uh, uh, said something about this and how all of the other big brands, the sportiness, the sporty versions of the cars, um, are have all got four doors now. Like the, the new Audi that was uh, introduced in, in Paris. The A1. Well, you know, was the and, A1. And it was like the S. The but like the, the Focus RS yeah, and four doors. the Fiesta, those are both four-door cars. Yep, yep, absolutely. And uh, a lot of the sporty cars now are, you know, kind of that... That version and that style, and I think we see a trend going that way. Now, that being said, Alex, so I, interesting. I agree. Do you yeah. think they? Do you think they should have done? Uh, interesting. Now that we're seeing those numbers, do you think they should have done um, an uh, JCW fifty-five? Um, I don't know. Since they're doing the F fifty-four, the Clubman. So what you're saying is, should yeah. they should they have done a JCW yeah. of the four door? I don't know. I don't think it's a sporty enough looking car. I think it's more me neither. I don't think so. Sedan looking. I I do think it lends itself stylistically a little more towards the Clubman, which is why they did it. A car is kind of more sporty looking, if you will, even though it's it's a little bit wagon like. Um, ah, man, I don't know. That's the tough part because what do you do when Mini, like you go? What is the sportiest looking? you know, most fun runaround car you can get. It's going to be a convertible. I mean, that's not going to go away. They're going to not make that into a four-door. I mean, right. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's a hypothetical question that I hope that doesn't go anywhere. But if these numbers continue to get worse. Yeah, you never know. And, and when, the, when the new Countryman comes out, I think we're going to see those numbers get really bad, the hardtop numbers. Mm-hmm. And when we see the Countryman first of the year next year, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to start seeing that number of four-door minis sold creep up probably in the 80 to eighty to 90% range, I'm afraid. So I got another question for you guys. Um, I think, and I don't know if it's still on the table given you know what the sales turn out to be and like the focus on the, the electric mini now, but they were talking about like the, you know, like the last superhero car. And so, uh, and so, I think at the time it was between like having some sort of like mini sedan, like sedan coupe, right? And uh, and maybe the um, uh, the Superleggera, 
Yeah. Right. Do you think like do you think those numbers would be like you know like for them it's just like like this is we're making the decision like it's gonna be like the like a sedan like car because like we can't really just like we already have the two door that we don't sell much and we can like justify the price of having like another like two door car in the lineup. I don't know. I tell you, it's not gonna be the Rocket Man. I, I think car companies yeah. are, are getting away from the ultra small car. I mean, seriously, what's popular in the ultra small category now? I think. The, the closest we've got to that would be a Honda Fit, maybe a Toyota Yaris. And even the Fit is as long or longer than a Mini. Uh, I've parked next to them before. They're, they're a decent-sized car. But it's a, you know, small four-door car. And saying that, I think the four-door Mini, the hardtop, is why it's selling so well. That's a pretty popular um, class of car right now a lot of people are buying them even like db said the ford focus the you know fiesta right all of that is is very popular and that's right now that's what's selling and let's hope that trend doesn't last forever yeah it's just it's crazy i don't know i'm not interested in getting a four-door car i mean i am but not really i don't know crazy no me neither Mm -hmm. so let's let's continue on with sales so, because Todd, you, we kind of glanced over this. Mm-hmm. Todd, with his napkin math, his Rain Man math. Oh, yeah. With the sales trending down that they've gotten, what was the numbers you came up with, Todd? Okay, so let's say in the first nine months this year, <clears throat> over last year, when you sold about almost 6,100 fewer cars. Okay? Right. I took that 6,100 and go, oh, the average price of a Mini, and I'm being very conservative here, I think is around $29,000. And then I say... Higher, but I'm with you on that. You think it's a little bit higher? I think I'm. I would think it's just a skosh higher, not much higher. Okay, so Maybe it might be thirty, but let's just stick with twenty nine because that sounds that sounds that feels right. Nobody's going to argue with that because I think it's overly conservative. Okay, so right. that means that Mini has brought Mini USA has brought in one hundred and seventy five million dollars less in gross, like in total sales, this year over last year. If that trend continues. That means the gross revenues for Mini USA are going to be a quarter of a billion dollars. They're going to be down a quarter of a billion with a B billion dollars Oof. in 2016 if this if this trend continues. Now, I'm not sure it's going to stay that bad because, like I said, the trend seems to be they're they're gaining ground back, meaning year over year sales are it continues to creep down. Hopefully, they can get below that 10 percent mark. But we're nine months in. That's you know, we're two-thirds of the year in, and if that trend continues, that means the revenues are going to be down that. Now, uh, we don't know what the profit margin is on a Mini. So if you basically take, you've got uh, $250 million, a quarter of a billion dollars in gross sales that you don't have in. You didn't receive that money in. You didn't sell that many cars. Ouch. You're losing a percentage of that. And Alex, you suggested that you just pulled this out of the air, 5% profit margin. We don't know what it is, but yeah, if, yeah. if it's yeah. 5%, that's $12.5 million of profit not made. If it's 10%, that's $25 million profit not made. Those numbers are staggering to me to think about. Now, I know Mini's a really big company, and this is just Mini USA, but I think it's in, in uh, relative uh, uh, terms, it's small, and that makes it even worse. That makes those numbers a little worse, I think. Yeah. So I'm gonna go on a whim and predict that like the trend like is not gonna change between now and the end of the year. I think like the year is made, and if you look at 
the political uncertainty because of the election. I don't think people are going to go crazy and buy cars like, you know, like they're buying groceries until between now and the end of the year. I don't think this trend is going to change. I think it's made. I think this is it. Like this is the year that we need had like, you know, 2016. This, this is it. So, uh, and I've said this earlier in the year. It remains to be, you know, seen, I guess, for a long term. Is this the new normal for many? Have we just gone from, hey, Mini was at its heyday, and now we've come down to, okay, we've kind of plateaued again. They're going to sell four to 5,000 cars a month, but no more than that in the U.S. Total in a month on average. Mm. Okay? Um, right. I don't think that's a bad thing. Uh, and on one hand, we see the thing that those of us enthusiasts and fanboys, if you will, talk about the brand is it's trying to be everything to all people. When in reality, it started as a company that was a quirky, niche, two-door hardtop that wasn't for everybody, and that was what we loved about it, right? Right. Now you walk into a dealer, and there's something for everybody. You can buy a two-door hardtop that's fast and fun and handles great. And you can buy all the way up to a, a Countryman with all four on it. It's a big four-door. It's got all-wheel drive. It's comfortable to drive. And it's, mm-hmm. still, it's still a little sporty. It's still kind of fun. Kind of got the yep. h- heart of a Mini. But they have something from everywhere and then everywhere in between, from a clubman to a convertible and, uh, you know, even just an average four-door sedan, if you will. And I think maybe it's just kind of diluted the brand a little bit. People have uh, been critical of BMW about that for a long time. And I think BMW's taken it a step further now with... They're going to have an X2 that was shown off the, the prototype at, or, you know, the concept at Paris. Waiting the, I'm waiting for BMW to start announcing 0.5 cars. An X.5, an X1.5, an X2.5, you know, so on and so forth. That's what I'm waiting for. What did we say? Now there's going to be an X1 through 7? There's going to be an, an X1 through 7, you said. I think so. Right? Is it really, really going to be an, an X7? Series to a 7 series. Alex, is it really going to be an X7? Is that what you said? I think we lost him. It was Sorry, guys. Yes, there's gonna be there's gonna be an, H- an X7. Like it's uh, oh, I think it was even like spy pictures that uh, dropped on uh, yeah. all the blog or something like this. Yeah, so it's definitely in the and and, and again, like I think actually made the announcement because they yeah. yeah I think it was about a year ago they were investing they were announcing like a, a huge funding for the for an expansion at uh, Spartanburg. Uh, and I and I actually think they mentioned the X7. They mentioned like a bigger SUV, so it's uh, it's coming. So there's one letter. There's one one more number that they don't have. So you know it's just coming. And then yeah, you have the <laughs> eight series coming back also. So, right. Uh, right. Oh. So anyway, I I think BMW as a brand is moving a lot of focus towards that crossover SUV type, meaning and that's the X line. If you're not familiar with what we're talking about, the X1 through the X5 right now. And they just added an X2. A concept was uh, shown off at the Paris Auto Show just a couple of weeks ago. Um, so now an X1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6 are going to be available with an X6, X7 coming. These are all sort of sport utility slash sport activity vehicles. Crossovers. I mean, I can't think of it. That's, that's the term that we use for that class of cars. Mm-hmm. Mini is going to have uh, the Clubman which is tough because people are referring to it as a wagon, they're going to have the Countryman, which people have a lot of high hopes for. But right, right now, that is the only thing in the brand it's got in that crossover range. 
They used to have the Paceman, but that now is ceasing production this year. And what, last month they sold 68 of them? No. September 16th. I'm sorry. They sold five. <laughs> yeah, not really. Uh, I was looking at the, at the year to date. Year to date, Paceman sold in the U.S. this year 68. Well, the, I mean, if we could talk about, if you want to talk about the Paceman, they, just, they released that car and they ignored it and then nobody understood it. It was more, yeah, expensive. Which, it was which, more expensive than uh, the Countryman DB. That was the problem. Well, yeah, and there's that. It was two doors and more expensive because that's BMW's philosophy. And it was a, uh, I'm going to say it right here. It was flat out. It failed. I, oh, it totally failed. That doesn't mean I didn't like the Paceman. I liked it. I thought it was an interesting couldn't car. couldn't use the back seats either because it had that sloped roof. Yeah, but that's okay when you buy a two-door car. Uh, the back seats are there when you need them. It's not a regular use thing, right? That's true. If you need, a, true. Back, if you need a usable back seat, you buy the four-door Countryman and you're good to go. This has a back yeah. seat because you're like, you know what? The dog needs somewhere to go. We're going to put it back. <laughs> and we have, we have small children. That's good. Right, right. And they don't care. They love it back there. So, right. Um, I, I don't know. Because you get that rail. There's a lot. There's you get Sushi Chef up front making <laughs> stuff and pushing it back on the rail. There's, there's tons of reasons why I think the Paceman failed uh, to capture a market, if you will. And it clearly did. But How come they didn't keep the rail going in the Clubman, Todd? Did you did you, did you ever uh, uh, use that in, no. in one of the cars, the production car? No, but I only heard bad things about any accessory that was made for that. Well, the bad thing, man, this is, I, I hate to bash on it, but everything, the first time you used one of the accessories, it broke. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a great concept, but if you're even slightly ham-handed about snapping one of those in, it's like, crack, oh, it's busted. There's $80 <laughs> down the drain. I got to go buy another one, and so... Really, you just never used it. It was impractical, and it went to the back seat. It made it... You couldn't slide from, you know, one side to the other. Oh, there's this rail here. Right. It was a it was a nice concept, but I think it should have stayed a concept. <laughs> it should have been something <laughs> in the concept vehicle that didn't make it to production because yeah. it was never... Now, if you own a Countryman and you love the rail system, please write to us, feedback at White Roof Radio, and let us know that. But yes. I seriously have never personally known anybody with a countryman in the rail system who's like, oh, I loved it. I used it every day. I'm sure those people exist. <laughs> Do not get me wrong. I am not slamming it. I am just saying I think for the majority of people that it became uh, more trouble than it was worth, which is why they nixed it by the end. Yeah. It's not in the, it's not in the countryman's right now. So. Of course not. Anyway. Oh, they, they, finally, they, they designed it out? Yes, yes. It was, I, well, I haven't looked at a new countryman. So I wouldn't know. Yeah, back when they added the bench seat in the back is when it started. Uh -oh. That was That's the, when they the beginning that of the end <laughs> of the of the. Uh, <laughs> the That's sad because I mean, they, remember there was a big media push and they had all the commercials and yeah. all the things, right? Yeah, the dude. The yeah, it was guys. a big campaign around the rail. Yeah, they had the sushi guys pushing back sushi to the backseat passengers, right? Or from uh, pushing up front, whichever. Yeah, that's sad. Like I said, it was one of those things that I think that was better in concept than it was in execution. Yeah. So, but that's my that personal would have been something. If Elon Musk would have come up with that rail system, it probably would have been brilliant, and they would have sold zillions of them. It probably would have been electric, is the thing. It would have been like a train. Would have been, that would, would have, have been like maglev. That would have been badass, you know. Exactly. It'd be, it would do like a hundred miles an hour between the front and the back, like a dumb waiter, you know. It's like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Go get me a beer. Oh wait, you can't drink while you drive. Go get that me a coke. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> 
you know, before we continue really quick, let's remind you guys about one of the other fine sponsors here underneath the white roof and on the table. Something else when I'm done is let's take a second to check out cravenspeed.com if you'd be so kind. Uh, new website there as well. You guys have already seen it. We've talked about it for the last couple of months. Super awesome. That's the place to go if you are looking for, if you have a first or second gen mini, so you have an R50, R53, R56, one of the minis that still has a dipstick, Craven Speed will sell you one. First of all, it's easier to read. Second of all, it doesn't break which is, you know, a handy feature of a dipstick. Um, you can also get the Platypus license plate mount. If you want, if you live in a state where you have to have a front plate and you don't want to drill into your bumper, the Platypus, Platypus license plate mount is for you. Stubby antenna is cool. Make, you know, get rid of that giant antenna off the back of your car because that just looks ridiculous. FlexPod adapter so you have a place to put your phone. You can keep an eye on it without having it in your hand. Uh, if you, you need a pulley, you need a performance parts for an F56. You want to see who the Craven Speed guys and gals are? All that's available for you over at cravenspeed.com. Don't forget when you get there, once you scroll down to the bottom of the page, sign up for the newsletter. That way, whenever they do something new or cool on the site, they actually will send you an email and it's like, oh, awesome. So now there's this other cool thing that I can get for my mini. So that's pretty rad. And then, uh, and also, too, is if you go over there and you happen to purchase anything, maybe like a rear wiper delete kit or the, uh, or a FlexPod adapter or anything else, Craven Speed t-shirt perhaps, uh, make sure you leave a message in the comment form there on the order form. It says, you know, thanks for supporting White Roof Radio. We really appreciate when you guys do that. So do they. They, of course, being our friends over at Craven Speed, cravenspeed.com. Check them out. You'd be so kind. Thank you. So, Todd, you upgraded your iPhone this week. I did. I, uh, uh, and and then the way that because of you, Apple said, "Oh, you guys can't do that anymore." At that point, <laughs> not understanding, and you've been having a little bit of trouble with iOS, the latest version of iOS, iOS ten, with your mini connected stuff. Yes, and I so have, Alex. and Alex has also. Alex, your experience has only been with Bluetooth audio, right? Well, yeah. I mean, so so it's funny because they, you know, I told you guys like last week I was waiting for the ten point three update because there was like a security gap or whatever, and so I was tired of waiting. Uh, and I wanted to see if they fixed like the issue. If the issue really was coming like from the Apple side rather than BMW Mini, uh, it's definitely coming from BMW Mini. I mean, they well, they like, did. The Bluetooth still doesn't work, and I but it does work fairly well with USB though. To be fair, uh, so, to be fair, uh, Mini didn't change anything. <laughs> okay, no, but they have to. Well, they That's do. The thing, they do right? have to keep up, and and that is a problem with all car manufacturers is being able to, you know, push out an update to go. Hey, something's not right here. Let let's fix it. And something is not right. And and you said, Alex, here's the problem: is with Bluetooth audio. If you're listening to music, you get in the car and you tell you know the car you want to listen to, you know, music on your iPhone. What happens is it starts playing a song. It'll play like five seconds, and then it'll stop, and maybe go to the next song. And play five seconds, and then it'll stop, and you got nothing. Okay. Now, if you disconnect the phone and connect it again, uh, it usually that that solves the problem. I've experienced the exact same thing in USB. When I plug the phone into the USB in the car, it'll play a song, maybe five, maybe fifteen, twenty seconds, then it skips to the next track, and That's it'll weird. it'll do the same thing. And at first, I thought, I thought Apple did away with the shake to to shuffle or whatever, shake to go to the next song. Because if you guys remember way back when, they used to have this feature, if you had an iPhone or uh, an iPod horrible Touch. Horrible feature, by if, the way. If you, it was a horrible feature. If you shook it, it would move to the next track, which is dumb because if you were jogging or if you're in a car and hit a bump, <laughs> the song would skip to the next track. So anyway, <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm thinking, I thought they got rid of that. And I look, and sure enough, they did get rid of it. It's a problem. 
And uh, I, I go and I unplug my phone, I plug it back in, and then everything works fine the second time. So something's wonky with this, and it, it's hopefully going to get fixed with the next iOS update, which I think is 10.03, like Alex said. Um, mm -hmm. But right now we're kind of stuck going, oh, this doesn't work. Gabe hasn't had the issue. He says he hasn't had the issue so far. Uh, and not mm -hmm. everybody has but had the What phone does he have? What phone does he have? Like, he's, got you he's got a 7 now. He's got a new glossy black 7. So, Yeah, I don't. I'm still rocking the 6S Plus. But I don't have... Yeah. I have access to a BMW yeah. uh, with, that I had to unpair my phone from because the Bluetooth system in that car is so good. Every time it started, even if my phone was within 50 feet, it would pair, right. which made it difficult, like driving down the road. <laughs> Well, not to mention, DB, if you're in the garage, like, say you're in the garage working on your bicycle and the car is there, a lot of times yeah. your phone will ring and you won't know it because the car is picking it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I had to unpair from that car. But um, I've been paired to that car even with uh, the latest version of iOS, and I haven't had any trouble. Yeah. Granted, it's on a 2013 5 Series, not the latest stuff, but still, I haven't had any problems with it at all. So we don't know where the real problem is, but this is not just us. It was written up in... Uh, Mac Rumors had a thing about it and said BMW... They, they called out yeah. BMW specifically said this is an issue and described it exactly as we just described it. You turn your, your uh, music on, Bluetooth audio, it plays for five seconds, and it skips the song in the next one. And but but when you think about it, like this is this is part of the entire like you know culture. And you know when I don't know if you guys remember when we had this show where we're talking about the um, kind of the column from the I think CEO of BMW Group. I think it was a while ago, like something like six months ago, and then we're talking about the future and everything. And one of the comments that I made is that you know it's not it's 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 great to talk about that stuff, but it's it's not only just about wanting to do it. Like the company has to have the culture to do those things. And so you know, iOS 10 for developers has been out since WWDC. I mean, it's almost you know three four months that you have had to um, you know investigate and do some testing. I mean. My company, we're a small company, uh, you know, and 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 we do those things because we are, you know, the the relationship with our clients depend on depend on us, like making sure we have the our stuff works, you know, whatever Apple does, because we have a lot of things on Apple on Apple's platform. So I'm I'm sorry, but like you know, I mean, if this is truly coming from the BMW side, BMW Mini side, like they could have avoided this like very easily. I mean, I they, tested, as yeah. far as I know, like they have a team working on that stuff. Otherwise, like they wouldn't be, you know, uh, pushing CarPlay in new cars. So they have a team of engineers working on that stuff. And and keeping up with the latest iOS updates is one of the job of that. That should be, that should definitely be one of the jobs of that team. But it, I, we say that as tech people also, but it leads me to believe that right. your average mini owner does not care. And that's why they're not doing it. Well, that's why they're not spending more yeah, time. Yeah, well... Yeah, I know, but so if they don't care, like don't don't make us like pay the price of you know spending like a gazillion dollars to have Bluetooth audio and then it doesn't work. <laughs> I agree because that's what it is right now. I agree. Like we don't we pay for this thing and it doesn't work. So, uh, well, so it's just by by customer service at you, this point. You get it now. I, mean, I don't know again like you get it yeah, now for I, free. I don't want to be in, in defense of Mini. No. Now it's and now it's free. Now it's included with every car. Your Bluetooth audio is uh, starting this this summer. Now it's on on every vehicle. Your your Bluetooth audio is included. If I'm not mm -hmm. mistaken, or is it yeah. just with the media pack? No, because no, media pack became standard. Became standard. Bluetooth audio with every car. Yeah, it became standard when the screen became standard in the car this right. year. Okay, yep. so that's so that's a good thing. But again, like in but it's still a, it's still a pain totally in the butt. 
Yeah. Yes, and I could to be totally wrong at the end of the day. Maybe it's an Apple thing. You know, I in in that case, I will you know gladly apologize. But uh, right now, it seems like they're dropping the ball. Well, I, I'll tell you this: we'll, we'll revisit this if if uh, Apple updates their operating system for the phone, and then all of a sudden it works, and Mini hasn't changed a thing. We'll know it right. was an Apple thing. It was something that they changed about the way it connects, and I'm sure it had to do with um, the whole. They changed a lot of things when they did away with the headphone jack, which I really don't care about. I have a set of uh, a Bluetooth headphones, and they work fine still. There, I have had no issues with those, just with my car, which just leads me to believe is it's a combination of Mini and Apple things that they don't, they aren't working on this fast enough. They don't have a team to go, hey, we can fix it and we can push out an update. Because you can update your system yourself. You can download this, the, the software patch to a flash drive. You plug it in your car. There's a, in your manual, tells you how to update your software. So mm -hmm. there is a path for that. It's not like you have to make an appointment and take your car in and they have to hook it up to the computer. You can do this yourself. They just need to release some sort of patch or some sort of new software that allows the, you know, a, a fix for this. So anyway, our, our tech rant is over. <laughs> Everything else about my car is, is fantastic so far. Alex, has your rattle gone away in your JCW? No, it's still there. Plus, <laughs> you know, the scratches on the bumpers and the wheels. So it's, uh, it's getting you need, better. You, you need know, to stop running into things. You know, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's almost like, it's, it's almost like uh, I think what I have to keep in mind you know, when you start when you start having scratches like this, because this is inevitable when you live in a big city like like San Francisco, you have to keep in mind that even though the car I don't own it technically, like at some point it's gonna look like the Millennium Falcon, and that will be cool. It's character. But the path to get there is very painful. Chicks dig so. scars, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Um, I wanted to, you know, it's really funny, Todd, you mentioned you still love your car before. Uh, is somebody actually posted on Facebook this week mm -hmm. about, didn't you do the dine-in tune on your car? I did. I did. And we have a, a, a guy who works at a mini dealer in, I want to say the Philadelphia area or New Jersey area, put right. that dine-in tune on his Cooper. Oh, you know somebody who did uh. that? That was it. Yep. He, he wrote in and said he put it on and he loves it. Highly recommend it. So uh, nice, yeah. Because yeah. somebody uh, posted about that on the Facebook yesterday. It was a uh, Calicus Jones. I'm probably saying saying his name wrong. Um, actually mentioned the Dynatune on that engine. Yeah. Uh, he's done it as well, and he loves it. It basically it'll take your Cooper and it'll uh, give it Cooper S power. Right. Nice. Which is hey for three hundred bucks, totally worth bucks. it. Totally so you worth get it. The, so you get the Cooper, you do the JCW exterior, and the Dynatune. Boom. Yeah, done, done. Really done, good, done. really Little good value. Time. Really good bang for the buck. I I love it on my JCW. It it uh, kicks it up. Really kicks the torque up. And I have not dynoed this car, but the built-in instruments uh, in the mm -hmm. car where you can turn on the sport instruments in mm -hmm. the car, it does measure torque. And it did go off the charts for on on torque. I think the car, the JCW, is rated it. I'm gonna say this off the top of my head, and this may be wrong around 240 something and okay. i got the torque into the 270 range 270 280 <sighs> foot pounds of wow. torque which Sweet. is beyond beyond what the car's rated at and it registered that on my uh, sport instruments with the dyn and tune very nice so it could be close to Pretty good. 300 foot pounds of torque with yeah, this tune in race mode 
that's pretty exciting. Nicely done. So uh, another top tip from uh, your friends here at White Roof Radio is ask your dealer about the Dynan tune on the F56. It's, it's called the Dynan Sport. There you go. Perfect. Yep. yep. Um, and uh, with that, I think we're done. Yes, sir. I would like to remind you guys to take a moment, and we're still trying to figure out how to make this happen in the Apple Podcast app, but I want you to click over to the show notes. And there you're going to see a photograph uh, from our good friend Joe Montante, a very fine photo of his GP uh, splashing through water, I'm presuming, at the Dragon. Uh, that is the image that I chose. No, it was a Philly week. rally. It was a Philly rally. I was think. that a Philly rally? I think so. Anyway, he uploaded it to the White Roof Radio Facebook page. I found it, and I was like, oh, you know, that looks like a really good picture. I'm going to use that this week. Because you know what he did? He uploaded it to the White Roof Radio Facebook page. If you would like your Mini Cooper to be featured on the show, simple. All you have to do is upload it to the Facebook page, facebook.com, White Roof Radio, or do an at reply to us at Twitter or on Instagram. And we're White Roof Radio over there. So just do at White Roof Radio on Instagram or Twitter. And uh, I'll find it. And I'll go, oh, that's an awesome picture. I'm going to use that this week. It's not a competition. If you guys share a picture, I'm going to use it at some point. Super simple, right? Do it. Make it happen. That way I don't have to use press photos because press photos are lame. Anyway. And uh, really quick, too, let's remind you about uh, the last of the sponsors here underneath the white roof. And that, of course, motoringstripes.com. You probably, probably wonder why I say it funny. It's because I'm typing it in as I say it to you. Uh, home of the gold-plated Mini Cooper. <laughs> so if you want your Mini Cooper plated gold, well, you'd have to call Todd and he'll say uh, F no. But no, you it, looking, I could do it, but you have to have a lot of money. You got to have a lot of money to make it gold-plated. Um, but if you're looking for uh, stripes for your car that look cool and awesome and are easy to install, and you can install them yourself, and then you can just tell everybody you've got Todd Pearson stripes on your Mini, motoringstripes.com. You have a Countryman, and you want the boot protector strip, which saves the bumper, you know, bumper protection strip. Super awesome. That's over at motoringstripes.com. If you're looking for motoring badges... Motoringstripes.com. If you're looking for some really dope-looking keychains that are basically little motoring badges on a keychain, super awesome. Motoringstripes.com. Go check it out. You know, because blank is boring. Yes. Was there anything new that I missed there, brother? Uh, no. Excellent. Not yet. Very cool. Then, um, or if you want, you know, full matte black wrap of a countryman that looks badass. I've done I've, that multiple I've, times. Like that. Multiple times. Yeah, that just looks hot. Um. Yeah, and you go to the inspiration page, you can see some of Todd's good work, uh, including the purple on the fitness cars. Oof. Oof. Don't like that at all. But <laughs> it's, it's not your, it's not because you do a bad job. It's just a, whoever designed it just is, uh, no, thank you. Anyway, with that, we are done. Thanks for listening, guys. We do appreciate it as always. Uh, if you're looking for a way to support White Roof Radio, hey, you can do that too. Click over to patreon.com forward slash White Roof Radio. And if you wanted to donate like 25 cents to a dollar an episode, that's super awesome. All that stuff goes to us creating shows, keeping the new show, Ride Bikes Radio, ridebikesradio.com, up and running, paying for the hosting service, paying for uh, all the hosting services that we have, uh, including, you know, we have to pay, you know, there's Amazon and then there's a podcast host service and there's a web host service and all these other things. Um, every little bit helps. We really appreciate you guys helping out that are helping out. Super duper awesome. You can do that yourself. Patreon.com forward slash white roof radio. But uh, for this week, we are done. This is the part of the show where I like to make the funny clicking sound. And then I say questions, comments, or concerns, go ahead and click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us feedback at whiteroofradio.com. Until next week, gang, this is DB. I'm done. Cheers. A bientôt.